0: All right, <laughs> what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to their Serious Angler podcast episode mm-hmm. 150 <clears throat>
1: three canoers and a bass bar. One does a... not belong,
0: <laughs> that's true. Me, <laughs> did you say your audio is bad again, Zach?
2: I can't even understand. Can one of y'all relay
0: what he's saying to me? <laughs> <laughs> Can you hear him? <laughs> <laughs> He sounds like a helicopter.
1: Can you hear me now? You, you sound okay, and <laughs> you're not talking yet, so I can't hear you. you can I've hear. been talking.
2: Oh, God, he sounds like a helicopter, too.
0: <laughs> All right, Zach, back out. Back out oh, and
2: join back in. I, I heard that really good. Come on, on. Drone.
0: <laughs> well, as you folks can see, we are joined by uh, good old Forrest Buckin and Zach Hall, who have been longtime supporters yeah. Not yeah. <laughs> Zach is a child. Yeah. Can you hear us now? Quack if you can.
2: It's not any better. <laughs> I'll try to hook take onto this Wi-Fi, take but
1: out. <laughs> take the headphones out. Well, What's that? Try taking the headphones out. Hello. Hello! Wow, this is going to a great.
3: Take the headphones out. He <laughs> unplugged them.
0: Oh, <laughs> good grief! Somebody call Zach.
2: Yeah, um I may I have remember. to sit this one out or something. Really can't hear anything y'all are saying. That's funny because you're clear over here.
0: Yeah, I know you're, you're clear as day. <laughs> hold on! Hold on, now going to call Zach over here. I pay way too much for
2: this dang phone bill for this to be doing this. My phone gets like four bars of service and I've got like six bars right now. That's how good my service is, but it still sounds like this.
0: It's got to be Sprint. Oh, man. Forrest, are you signing to him right now? (laughs) Uh, I highly encourage those who are listening to this to watch this episode. (laughs) I'm clear. Okay. Now y'all sound good. Now I can hear y'all. Perfect. Well, That's right. Now you can magically hear us. <laughs> I don't know.
2: It doesn't make sense. I have really good service here. But every now and then y'all sound like helicopters.
0: Well, folks, as you guys can see, this tonight's podcast. Well, I should say today's podcast. Rated R. I wouldn't say rated R, but it, it's its not a serious podcast. It's not a uh, serious angler. It's what we want to start calling the serious danglers uh, and trademarked by Zach. I'm offended. (laughs) (laughs) Nude canoeer, stop.
3: (laughs) Quiet, get a rocket man.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So
0: today's podcast, we're going to talk about random different stories that we've encountered through our fishing adventures, random different things that we've seen, crazy stuff we've seen on the water. Different bass catch stories, whatever have you. But the first thing we thought Andrew and I thought it would be kind of fun to talk about is probably the what's the craziest thing you've seen on the water? I guess we'll start with uh, we'll start with audio boy Zach craziest thing I've seen
2: on the water. I yeah. think and I thought about this before because I had to brainstorm before we did this. Um, <laughs> probably the monkeys in Florida in Silver Springs. There's like over a hundred. They're they they're actually called macaques. Oh, you know what? I've seen something about those. I'm serious. They're called macaques. Um, Look it up. <laughs> look it up. They're called macaques.
1: They're like small.
2: Take it
0: back. This is a rated R episode.
1: But uh,
2: me, and, me and my girlfriend. Forest,
1: nude and down the stream. or macaques called <laughs> Macaque jumped
2: out and scared the snot out of me. <laughs> there, there's go. there's like over a 100 <laughs> macaques out there. <laughs> they were left there from whenever well, they used to they used to film the old Tarzan show in Silver Springs area Florida. Oh no, the Are they, they just, your macaques? Are they what? You, they're yours. You said oh, I saw over 100 yeah, macaques. The, those macaques are protected by the state. Okay, and uh, they're they're a lot hairier than you think.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! <laughs>
2: careful! <laughs> <You> get <laughs> deep uh, right away, jeez. They're they're the, they're quite feisty, also. If but you for real,
0: this episode to learn something, oh,
2: you you to have, uh, really if you want to see monkeys in America, go to Silver Springs, Florida, and there's a ton of them that live in the wild. People get pictures of these things eating their corn from their deer feeder. So it was neat. We heard about them. We went there kayaking and canoeing, trying to see them, and we saw them. It was pretty easy. It's just one of the things you don't believe until you see it, and they're everywhere out there. So, like big monkeys, or are they like small, like the miniature? They're thing? small. uh, like smaller, a hand smaller than a baboon. They're small macaques. Yeah. They're <laughs> a little, they're baby small. Maca- <laughs> little baby macaques.
0: <laughs> oh, good
2: grief. Yeah, that's probably one of the craziest things I've seen on the water. Do they they're like got far- yeah? top macaques now? What do they do? What would you say? So do they
0: get in the water at all?
2: I ha- I haven't seen them swimming, but they're literally swimming on the branches I- right above the water. Like you're looking up at them, while you're paddling under them, and they're just staring at you.
0: So, like dangling, waiting to throw you (laughs) away. Were you like fishing, or is it just like a kayaking thing? You can go fishing out
2: there in certain areas, but we just went out there for kayaking and sightseeing. The water's so clear.
3: One of the worst people Uh, you can come across: a pleasure boater.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude, Florida's got like some weird stuff. I've seen like a there's like this place that's like known for having a, a lot of alligators and they have like airboats and everything go at it. And they're like new to this year. Like, that's the whole at, state. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they no, have like, a, they're saying new for, I think it was like three years ago. So they said like new for 2018, the kayak paddle tours or something like that. I'm like, the area we were at? for a lawsuit, get no, shit there's... out by my and eat my ca-
1: alligators. Perfect.
0: Where we see the, yeah, the there's
2: alligators everywhere in the water.
0: Do they yeah.
2: eat the monkeys? Oh, I'm sure probably. they do if they get up close to the water. But those alligators are so used to people. You, like, we literally paddled right up, like, eight, nine footer, me and my daughter, just 10 feet away, just sitting on the bank, chilling like a potato. They're just so used to people. They're so well fed. It's, uh, yeah. It's it's one of the attractions that people go there to see. If they're
0: eating monkeys, I'm sure they're
2: well fed. Good grief. Yeah, they probably have ate a few for sure.
0: Just Ooh. one or
3: two. Nah. Now, do you see the. Uh, there, uh, I'm assuming it was like in Louisiana or Mississippi. They're running jug lines for catfish out of a kayak and they grabbed their jug, pulled it up, and it was like a 12 foot alligator.
0: Oh, yeah. man. That's so that scary. happens
2: quite regularly for sure. Right. Very scary. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially in that dirty water.
0: Yeah, that's such a different world than up here in the north. It's yeah, you got
2: to go see it. You got to go experience it because it's fun. It's in a no place like I home. a conversation for another day down there.
0: Forrest, <laughs> what about you? Craziest thing you ever seen on the water? Yeah, good luck topping my cat. Yeah, <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't think I've seen anything too crazy. I was on, uh, on one lake and I'm fishing around. All of a sudden, I look up and there's a old girl. She's running around the backyard holding her tie ties in her hands, trying to cover them up. And I'm like, what the hell? Running around half naked in her backyard, didn't
2: know what was going on. Did and you then, call her and ask her to put her hands up? Reach <laughs> <my> <laughs> oh, for the sky.
3: <laughs> and then I was over on another another little lake around here, and I looked over at the bank, and there's this old person butt naked, laying on the bank, cheeks to the sky, sunbathing.
2: Well, that's pretty normal though.
3: Maybe in Florida. Were they dead? I don't know. I didn't check. That was not <laughs> Did my Did get like a graceful <laughs> rollover and a wave? Pitbulls coming
2: your way.
1: <laughs> I didn't say nothing. <laughs> <It was problem laughs> cattle I hear banjo kind of deal. <laughs> <laughs> They'll skeeve you out a little bit.
2: Yeah. Well, you can see all, quite a few naked wave, people yeah. out there on the water. Yeah. I never seen a naked person oh. on the water. <laughs> Just macaque. I've seen a few
0: macaques, so macaques. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good God, Andrew, what about you?
1: I, I I have two. Okay, so the first one I was oh maybe like a couple hundred yards away out on Lake Erie, and this guy was screaming at a jet skier because he kept circling like around our boats, I and like saying no. <laughs> he pulled out like a flare gun and was shooting at the jet skier. <laughs> so that's story number one. <laughs> we didn't see the jet skier the rest of the day, but
0: the guy, the guy in
1: the boat left like immediately after it was freaking we're like, what the hell just happened? That guy's my hero. But yeah. the jet skier literally got within like ten yards of the boat. Kind of like how me and you were at SOTUS at one time, Bailey, and those jet skiers oh, yeah. were like cutting in between us, like we're like 40 yards apart and they were cutting between us full speed. Yeah. It was like the same
0: thing. W- jet skis flying by. Oh, I,
1: I hollered at him. And the guy, was oh, like, Oh, look. Oh,
3: <laughs> they, those jet skiers were running their mouths to me.
1: Oh, yeah. I let him have it. He was like, Dude, <laughs> Oh,
3: but I, I didn't answer anything because if they got close enough, I would probably would have called a murder
1: charge. I was going to drown somebody. Yeah, <laughs> so, Self defense. You're on a kayak, they have a motor vehicle. You'd win yeah. all day. But the uh, second craziest thing, <laughs> I was fishing in a not-so-good part of Buffalo, um, like the street area, night fishing for walleye. The spicy part of Buffalo? Yes, the very spicy part of Buffalo. And we've had cops come down there and say, people probably should not be down here past, like, 9 o'clock at night because it's just drug deals and, like, prostitution stuff that happens and stuff. It's kind of skeevy. But anyways, getting fast-forwarding to the part of the story, my buddy Tim literally set his live bait down, and a rat came out of the rocks and was eating live bait. And as he didn't even notice, he went to go lift up, and he hooked the rat in the mouth and cast the rat out into the river. Oh my God. I mean, <laughs> it was just, a just like thing. a little rat; it was like a full-size chubacabra, like twenty-inch rat, <laughs> like one of those big bass. That's, that's what Tim are
3: on that rat pattern in Buffalo, anyway.
1: Yeah, they probably are, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it was one in the morning. (laughs) It's like, what the hell? (laughs) There's a big dead rat hanging off his line. That's disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, so those are my two uh, crazy stories.
0: It's your turn.
1: You got to top us. Oh, well, I
0: don't know if I could top all that, but... I was just going to add on that Andrew's thing. is driving down to the safe harbor sometimes. Some of the neighborhoods you go through are kind of sketch. I've I've seen some... projects are are
1: pretty rough. Um, Yeah, that's a good part. But that's nowhere near that. This is
0: like Niagara River area where I was fishing. Mm -hmm. I think the craziest thing I've seen was probably one of the first days I ever had a kayak and I went out to local Lake on Canisius and so I'm on top of the world because I'm like, freedom, you know, I can get out by myself sort of deal.
3: Freedom!
0: Like, this boat pulls up on me and I don't think he saw me whatsoever because he's like 10 yards away. <clears throat> and I'm fishing. Like, I'm obviously making noise and he's oblivious to me and comes over and he, like on his side of the boat and he's, his back is to me. And I see him fishing with his shorts and I was like, in my mind, I thought something was playing out. But was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, he show his But uh, he drops his drawers, leans his butt over the side of the boat, and drops a deuce right next to me, like 10 yards away. I, I could see everything. Good <laughs> I, start lord. There, I start paddling in the other direction. I, <laughs> While you kept looking? <laughs>
1: No, I would be like, "Hey, Mister!" I would have scared
0: I, him. Scared I, the sh- I went, took the paddle, and I started going in the opposite direction. He heard that, he <laughs> see, pulled the shorts right back up, no white nothing, <laughs> and it took off. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> Cover's <laughs> been blown.
1: At that point, I okay, at least would
3: we'll finish. <laughs> <laughs> Pitfall's coming your way. <laughs> <laughs> you should have paddled <laughs> over. over it, though, it last,
0: <laughs> just gave <laughs> like the a big old man, to the whole paddle for you.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you should have slapped your paddle on the water as hard as you could. Scared the snot just, out of it. like
1: him. fully over, like just a ladder rip, just wham! Just <laughs> <laughs> get a fro- hollow, belly, hollow belly frog right to the tush.
0: Ooh.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're like, You're I'm like this and i catch the turd midair.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's rough. <sighs> There's been some weird stuff that happens in New York. I'm sure it's all over the place, but Probably.
2: Probably pretty nuts. I couldn't imagine seeing somebody doing that in HD out there <laughs> on the water. That's nuts. Not something that I want to witness, but I think you got me topped. You can go see a monkey at the zoo, but seeing a grown man poop right in front of you that's intense. Go to LA. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Good That's good. pretty. Five hundred dollars for a kayak, hundred dollars for a pedal. Seeing an old man shit in front of you on a
0: boat, priceless. <laughs> price, <I see. laughs> grief. Oh man. So, well, Zach brought up a good one. Uh, is the story of the first big bass that you ever caught?
2: Like, <laughs> like big bass, <laughs> or like, big like.
0: Bass? Or- Fish like a bass
2: fish, uh, like
0: bass. Like the first bass you caught, where you're like, "Dang, they get that big!" Like that kind of reaction. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was going after. Right yeah, where it's kind of like game changing for you, essentially. Mm-hmm. Mm. Who wants to go first? Force
2: go force. You get to go first. This time. I don't. I don't want
3: to necessarily say it was my first big bass because I really. Yeah, I've got a couple of big ones that I can remember, but uh, this one was pretty, pretty cool. I was hanging out with a buddy, and we were, you know, we were bluegill fishing, and crappie fishing, or whatever, you know. And we're just throwing old, old school beetle skin beetle spin with a little black and yellow. Oh yeah, yeah I don't I know don't all do about that. On, it, on a free,
0: mm-hmm.
3: I'm pretty sure it was like an old school Walmart push, but not even a Zebco, just a dollar dollar Walmart combo, or something probably. And we, hey, Buddy was throwing it and probably caught a four or five, it had to be at least four or five pound bass on it. And, you know, we were little and talking about screaming and hollering. We, you know, thought it was 10 pounds. We're like, oh my
0: God, it's so big.
3: <laughs> Freaking out, you know, and that was, it, it's one of those things that just stands out and kind of that I can actually remember from back in the day that, I don't know if it's necessarily the first one, but it's just one of the earliest ones that stands out. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know how big that fish was, or do you guys not have a scale? I'll never weigh it, but I got one that I do remember, and I know it was probably at least a five or six pounder. Oh no, that that was one of those fish that uh, you know, when you grow up in Louisiana, you eat everything. So that was one of the uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no there's no genetic code left of that fish.
0: Murder. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, back in the day, that's how it was. Yeah, bass ain't good, just like everything else. Yeah, bass are people Think about it. Not gonna it.
1: lie, bass are pretty good. I've had a few bass. Oh yeah, they're good eating. Look, people that say bass don't taste good don't know how to cook. Exactly. exactly. They are very fine white meat fish. They are pretty good. You mm-hmm.
0: got to make more people. Mad.
1: Small
3: mouth are better than large mouth. Yeah. I haven't ate smallmouth yet. I'd like to. Oh, they they taste better than a large mouth, but I think they're both on the right. This this yeah. podcast is taking a dark turn right now.
0: Yeah, here's <laughs> I'm getting hungry. I, Zach, idea for you to uh, if you want to get some more attention to your social media, those uh, those six pounders you're catching in St. Clair, take one of those home and post it. And see what happens. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> that would ruin me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> that would ruin any chance i ever had <laughs> in the <laughs> fishing industry negative followers yeah instant delete
1: oh, instagram God.
2: would shadow ban you <laughs> i couldn't imagine <laughs> Pretty much. i couldn't imagine somebody keeping a bass that big yeah. a small mouth that big no people i know somebody who caught a 10 pounder back home in a Local lake, like one of our little hot spots, caught a ten pounder. Took it home, put it in the freezer, so you can go get it mounted. Which that's what he wants oh. to do. Whatever. I, don't, I so know you can get replicas nowadays, in dude. People Take don't some care. Measurements, get a weight, and you can literally, and some pictures, you can get a replica. Yolo. And the genetics of that
0: fish keep on pumping down the lake. <laughs> Fair enough. The emphasis is on the sound of poop. God, that's,
2: yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I need to change up my sound effects. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to get a point across. That's just exact sound effect. Yeah, yeah. I don't know.
3: <laughs> I here had uh, One Many
1: time people, I caught a big one. <laughs> 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 hey, yeah. He took off. Mine went straight. <laughs> I, I cracked
0: him. Him. <laughs> <laughs> There goes my line.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: I know I, exactly what you're talking about, man. Y'all need to follow Zach on TikTok if you guys uh, have
3: I don't it. have a TikTok because I know I'll sit there and mindlessly watch it for
2: hours if I download it. That's exactly what happened to me.
0: I I like, yeah. Oh,
2: I'm going to make some videos. Good. And then I just kept making stupid videos. And now you're famous.
1: <laughs> no. Well, you're Zach, Zach hey, had a pretty good
3: on you too, back in the day. Yeah, I'm a long time ago. Yeah. I'm an OG Were you
0: on Vine?
2: <laughs> That's how I know Zach. <laughs> it's from Vine. Really? Oh, now y'all are helicoptering it again. Uh oh. Zach's audio. Everyone else's audio is all jacked up. He gone. Oh, now we're good. We're back. Is that what I just say?
1: Snap <laughs> the finger.
0: I don't know what it is. I got <laughs> great service. All right, Andrew, you're next.
1: First big bass. Was it brown or green? It was green. I didn't catch it. I was fishing the Erie Canal Derby in Lockport. And this little old lady, she would come down every night with her, like, 1987 Buick Lucerne. She would get out the latex gloves to pick out her worms, and she would bob her fish. And literally, there's, like, the station dock where the... Um, Canal to her boat and turn around at wide waters in Lockport. And she, every night she'd come down at like five o'clock and bobber fish. And I remember her never catching anything. And then one night she caught a five and a half pound largemouth on her little red and white bobber on a night crawler that she put her little gloves on, put the worm on. And I remember setting up screaming because this fish was so big and she like pulling it up on the rocks. I think I was like eight years old. Mm-hmm. And we're all, like, standing around all the kids, are like, oh, my gosh, look how big that thing was. Like, I kid you not, I was, like, this big. <laughs> wow. then, like, like, I remember the head on out. Back then, I was, like, I could fit my whole face in this fish's head because I was a little eel, whatever tot. And I was, like, gosh darn. I was, like, I got to catch me one of those. And eventually, we caught him. But I just remember that was, like, the first experience of seeing a big oh, bass. Yeah, you know? They're just so funny. Like every night, she would come down, like slowly get out of the car, get her latex glove box, put it on the hood, put the worms on the hood, put her latex gloves on, like <laughs> dig around in the worms. It's like a twenty-minute process to make the worm on the hood, <laughs> and she would just sit there right on the corner, holding on to the railing. Nice, cool Price- stuff. Yeah, Zach.
2: Hmm, I think I was about. 12 or 13 and my grandparents my my grandpa he dug a pond out in a cow pasture and stocked it with catfish and he would feed the catfish every day for years and go catch a few here and there whenever he wanted to eat some catfish that's pretty much all he did with it and cows drank out of the pond uh me and a buddy of mine we rode we rode our four-wheelers over there one day We was gonna go fishing and then yeah, I was I was young young. I wasn't like into techniques or anything. Uh but I always went bass fishing. I just wasn't I wasn't the man I am today. You know what I mean? Uh well Mr. I I went, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I I went and caught some lizards. Some some of them green lizards off of my grandma's house. They're everywhere down south in Louisiana. And uh we went out there and we were gonna use lizards for bait that day. Where where was? There? Yeah. <laughs> they got the big old the males got the big old throat yep. patch on them. Uh I think they're called an- anoles a is what yeah, they're actually they're called. Yeah. yeah. And uh went back to the pond and I remember just I don't even know what kind of hook I had. It probably was a strength shape, shank straight shank little perch hook. And Dude,
3: uh, it was a
1: gold perch hook uh, from Walmart. It was probably, a gold yeah, perch, yeah, I think so. eagle claw two eye uh, with the with the line leader tied on it with the snell knot. Most likely, <laughs> it probably Perfect.
2: had a snap swivel or something,
3: you
1: know. <laughs> I, it was you what, basic. I,
2: know. I was a child,
3: <laughs> I don't know about Zach, but I know down south the uh, the hooks with the snail line leaders already on them were not a thing, really. I've never seen those until I moved up here.
0: Yeah, I never,
2: I never heard of a snail knot until I got up in Alaska,
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but right. anyways, I was back to I had a Zebco 33. And I was slinging, the, I slung that joker out there. I think it was like the first cast of that lizard and it hits the bottom and a fish takes it. And I remember trying to set the hook and reel and my drag was screaming and I was like freaking out. My buddy was freaking out. So I just took off running <laughs> and I drug the fish on the bank and it was just a giant bass. Okay. Well, that's not too far of a walk from the pond of my grandma's house. And I was like, I gotta go show my papa. Uh, I'm running through the field with this bass and it's just flopping everywhere. And it was huge. Like, I remember running to his house and I was so tired from carrying that fish. And my grandpa came outside and he saw it and he was like, oh, my God, that's like an eight pounder. And we didn't weigh it or anything, but just him right. saying it was like an eight pounder and me being so tired. Like, that could have been an eight pounder. I don't know. Thanks, I just Popeye, remember it being it huge.
0: And I, remember
2: I ran there like, so quick and ran back and I went and put it back in the pond and it swam off like it felt like it was out of the water for 20 minutes from the time it took me to get there and back but apparently it wasn't that long my adrenaline was pumping i was a kid that was awesome Sweet. isn't that kind
0: of funny though like <laughs> when you look back on yourself younger as an angler or whatever it might have been in your life where you're just like wow what an idiot you're just, uh-huh. like, yourself <laughs> well so i mean you're just
2: very they uneducated you good. yeah you know what i mean like on uh Proper ways that we think is, or things that we think is proper now for catching bass. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, think about it. if you fast forward to today, what would we do as an eight-year-old? We would hold the fish in the water, maybe, or on ba- or on the bank at our feet, and we'd be trying to call all of our friends and take all the pictures and send it to all of our family members. Mm-hmm. You probably took less time running to Pawpaw's house and then releasing it than we would do in modern-day technology.
0: Taking pictures yeah. and videos and going live and, yeah.
2: Yeah, there wasn't no breaking out a camera and taking pictures of fish because I don't think anybody had camera. I mean, they probably did, but like, the old polar my like, first thought it was just like, it's <laughs> awesome fish, go put him back.
0: That's yeah. it. Heck yeah. Simpler
2: times,
1: yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, know. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> hey. every, day, every day is simple for Forrest. <laughs>
0: Florist in his nude canoe. Nuke <laughs> shows up to nude work. Nude
1: canoeer
3: <laughs> in his Mountain Dew. I don't know what's more concerning—like the fact that y'all are thinking about me being naked in a kayak, or naked. I, I just—I don't know what's so for concerning there. Should I be flattered? I just, Should I be concerned? I don't know.
2: Both. <laughs> I'm still thinking about that guy pooping off the side of his boat, not knowing people are watching him. That
0: is as long as pants. I don't hear
2: bandage, I think I'll be safe.
0: <laughs> See, maybe. to me is why he didn't like do it in the middle of the lake because like i was fishing docks which <laughs> this this lake is has houses around the entire shoreline that's weird
2: <laughs> yeah when i gotta use the restroom i usually like go out a couple hundred yards like or you know at least a 100 yards
0: yeah i i don't know what his logic was but it wasn't very good when you gotta go
1: you gotta go <laughs> I'm just gonna put my anchor down right here, in fourteen foot of water, and crop
0: and let her rip
1: right in front of this house, probably okay. like his ex girlfriend's house, and hoping she was outside. Hey, hey look, it would work great nowadays because you know you got the trolling motors with the
3: uh like the heading way or the remote. Yeah. So you just jump off the back and hold on and put the boat <laughs> on. <It's> poop trail. Look at that. I'm like, I don't know, Zach. Have you ever been on Toledo
2: Bend? No, I've never been on Toledo Bend Forest. No, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've been on Toledo Bend. <laughs>
3: on the north end or the
2: south end? So, south end mainly. So where it's clear.
3: Some areas, not, yes. Not, not, not where all the stumps are. There's a lot of stumps.
1: Is there? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Know, I, have you ever been on Toledo Bend? For have, hey, Forrest, what have you, you ever
2: been on Toledo Bend? <laughs> no, never. <been>.
1: But, <laughs> no, not,
2: like, honestly, never there. I can't tell you what the north end is like because I haven't ever been up to it. So, I can't remember. stumpy I areas true. on some south end, standing timbers. I don't there. know
3: the uh, but wherever they host the Bassmaster out of, usually the uh, I can't even think of the name of it. It's like a daddy end uh, Cypress Cove, Cy- yeah, Cypress Bend, Cypress what? Bend, like, something like yeah. that. Like Cypress being on that end of the lake, it, it's all clear and you know stumpless. They cut all the stumps down there. But on the other end, where I fished all the time, there's stumps everywhere. There's boat roads cut into it.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> Somebody, anytime anybody had to drop a turd, <laughs> they jump off the side of the boat, grab a stump, would go down the boat road for a little bit, come back,
2: pick <laughs> <laughs> them up later, <laughs> half pound later. A <laughs> That's not. But what if you got a floater? You got to fight that thing off. You got to get it off. <laughs> Slow of you. On like, it. Get out of here. <laughs>
1: Depends
2: <laughs> on your diet, I
1: guess. <laughs> you don't want to eat no muddy taco and then have to sit on a stump.
2: <laughs> yeah, that was... Uh, they actually call that pulling a pro move when you hang off the side of a boat like that. That's a pro move. <laughs> Talk about <laughs> an accent. <laughs> <laughs> is it the chunky version?
3: Or <laughs> <laughs> well, did I drink thirty brick Lights that night, or did I have a Fiber One bar and go to bed? <laughs> <laughs> or did
1: I do both. <laughs> oh. Oh. Well, there is going to be a lot of editing involved no. in this. No, yeah. no editing. We're just going straight live. So funny story time about Fiber One bars. I was always fishing on Honeyway one time. Like 12 years ago, oh, maybe 13 years ago, where buddy made an entire box of Fiber One bars on our way there. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> I tell you what, that boy had to run back to the shoreline 8 to 10 times just to let a dump go, because it was like oh. negative seven out. It would have froze coming straight out of the windpipes.
0: <laughs> I was going to say, that's, <laughs> why, that's why you like, went down the hole. That's why I thought this was a
1: good one. No, no, he literally ran back to the shoreline, because there was like a outhouse on the really at Marine. Yeah, it was funny. We're the only ones in the north end. They had like a racetrack cut out, and he's running back and forth because he's got a shit so bad because he ate an entire like six box, six pack box of fiber one bars on the way there. Good grief. Just it was like stay healthy. <laughs> just trying to clean the pipes. <laughs> well, yeah. What about
2: you, well, Bailey?
0: It's your turn, Bailey. Yeah. Enough about number two. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Trail my turns.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Moving on.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: oh, my first big bath came from the same lake that the dude decided to crap in front of me <laughs> <laughs> you brought it Please up ever simultaneous yeah i guess this is all my fault because i had brought that story up but uh it was that same lake and i was like in eighth grade i think and i first learned of the wacky rig and i had a dock and with my brother and my dad and i caught. at the time when i had brought it in i was like dude this thing's eight nine pounds like i'm thinking this is a magnum and <laughs> My brother's like, dude, it's a 10 pounder. He didn't know anything either. And we put it on the scale and it was like five, one, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I really thought that was going to be bigger. <laughs> Dang, pretty man. Rough. And now you look
1: back and you're like, damn, a five pounder is giant in New York. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's yeah. for a northern fish, a five pounder is definitely something to be proud of. Largemouth. Yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure.
2: But yeah, I don't know if it's because I've lived up
3: here longer. I have down south, but I've caught more five pound, five and six pounders in a year up here
2: than I have down south. <laughs> Dude, there's, I mean, in a, in a general sense, there's like more quality fish in a lot of these lakes up here. Consistent, consistent
0: quality fish. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I think, I think it's kind of consistent down there as well. I think there might even be more bigger fish down there. I just think they live longer, so they get smarter. I don't know. And I feel
3: like if I knew what I knew now and went back down south, I probably yeah you know, triple the number.
1: No. Because mm. you're,
0: you're a G. You I'm take your, your spy bait and self down south and see what happens. Look, see
3: how many you catch. Look, I'm telling you, the lake that I grew up on, it was a ledge and a hunt fishery, and it would probably do good.
0: Only make, one way to make, find they, out. Do they, they make like a magnum size? Well, the like, a plus like the lake
3: I grew up on, the lake record or the state record state bass came out of and 10 out of the top 20 state record bass come out of it.
2: What lake? That's Caddo, huh? What is it? Caney Lake. Oh, Caney Lake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe my dad caught a bass that was like nine pounds out of Caney Lake. That's where I caught my but If I'm not one mistaken. Sheesh. So, uh, road
0: trip sounds like caught it
3: off my dock. Dang, <laughs> on a wacky worm? No, I caught. it Look, I can I can remember exactly what I caught it on to this day. I I had a buddy give me a ride, and it was an Abu Garcia uh Ambassador reel with twelve pound. It was probably strand big game or something. You know, it was twelve
1: pound. <laughs> <laughs> no,
3: yeah, it's either strand or trialing, one of the two. I can't even remember. It. it was, but it was on a, a Texas rigged, seven and a half inch black neon curly tail, three times soft plastic worm off of my dock on like a six six rod. Nice. And That's I took stuff. it down to the local arena because they had a you know big bash of the week thing. I was like, I got this in the bag, and I get down there. And these jokers freaking done come walking in with a nine pounder. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. I was <laughs> so mad.
1: Just one,
3: like 15. But it's like, that was one of those moments too, where it was like, that's where I really started thinking about the conservation of fish though, so too, you know, releasing the big ones. Cause, you know, I took it down there and, you know, at that after that, I really didn't know what I was doing because I took it down there in a the cooler with, you know, oxygen and stuff. And, you know, I was talking to those guys and, I got to see their fish too, man. We released that eight and that nine pounder together right there at the dock and, you know, was talking with them and that's kind of how I got into the, letting the big ones go and instead of releasing them to Lake Crisco.
1: Yeah. Lake <laughs> like Crisco in the frying pan. Release into
2: the grease. <laughs> yep. Filet and release.
0: Grease. <laughs> what's, um, what's, uh, What's the scale like the time you guys been on the water and like fear, actually feared for your life? Like, you ever like been actually really scared, like to the point where you maybe question if you should just like beach and wait it out? Or, I mean, I know for us, you know, Zach and Forrest, we can kind of take the kayak and beach where almost wherever we want if it's not private property. Obviously, it's harder for Andrew with the boat, but like, scariest conditions you've been out in? I would say
2: Lake Champlain uh, What last year. And and the tournament (laughs) I won this year on the Detroit River, that was sketchy. That was Uh, sketchy. It was really sketchy. That one was sketchy, but I think you need to
3: tell them about the uh, last year's experience with the boat almost sinking.
0: I think I've heard this one a little bit. I think we talked about it. I don't know.
2: Yeah, we may have talked about it on this podcast before. Have you? Might
0: have. Uh,
2: i d I'm not sure.
0: It's man, a long story.
2: Go ahead and explain it. Okay, I'll short I'll do the shortened version. Uh <laughs> fishing as a co angler, Coast Series event. Got paired up with a guy. Uh, he had a brand new boat. Um the weather was very bad that morning. They were talking about possibly canceling that day and or postponing that day. And uh this guy decided he wanted to top his boat out on the on the waves. The white caps, you know, like four-footers, you know, the bad stuff. Uh, we were boat number 11. Uh, boat number one or boat number two is like Justin Atkins, and he blew the doors off Justin Atkins, and we are just – we're getting the snot beat out of us. And we go airborne, almost vertical, and come back down and spear the wave so hard that I go fly into the front, and there's so much water that hit me, it just, like, stops me. And just – there's so much water in the boat. Okay. <laughs> there's water, like – Oh, halfway up my calf! It blew all the fuses in the back. The bilge pump wouldn't kick on. None of that. He's still trying to get up on plane. We spear a few more waves. We get, we finally get to where somebody sees us and pulls us to shore. We power pulled down. We're like bailing out the water. Uh, we we bailed out enough water to get the fuse changed out. The bilge pump kicked on, and somehow in the process of all this, his motor got hydrolocked, like. He said it was hydrolocked. It would not turn over anything. So we trolled to a marina in Vermont. In the process of all that, I lost two rods and reels. Um, I thought we were gonna sink out there. The waves were bad enough where somebody may not see you when they're coming. Like between you and a certain distance, you know, people disappear in between all these waves, you know. It was sketchy. Because we were at the beginning of the pack. I mean, people were still blowing by us whenever we were having all this fiasco happening out there in the middle of the lake. That was sketchy. Yeah, Yeah. That's the short version. He apologized after. He said, man, I should have known better. I was like, yeah, you're insane. It wasn't driving safe at all. That's not fun. Yeah, that's the short version.
0: The nice short version. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's it. Yeah, no thanks. Yeah. uh, Big fear.
2: Yeah, well, same situation this year, and on the Detroit River, fishing Lake St. Clair, got paired up with a dude who was very methodical, very smart. We went slow, got through some extremely horrible weather, and of course, obviously, it worked out. But yeah, he was a super cool dude. He knew what he was doing. I felt safe with him, but that was some bad, bad weather, very bad weather.
0: Hmm. Forrest, how
2: about you? Oh, I've been, I've had a couple
1: sketchy moments.
0: You're
1: just Mainly yourself. Huh? What? I said you're just getting oh, yeah, oh, no, I, so I expect it.
0: <laughs>
3: oh, absolutely. No, we was out on, uh, oh, just one of the times was uh, two different times. I was out on Toledo Bend, and, you know, I got a 17-foot aluminum express boat with a 80-horse Yamaha on it. Nothing, nothing crazy. And the one day I'm out here running catfish lines, and it's probably three to five footers out here. I got water covering my ankles, dragging in freaking, you know, running my hooks. And I think I wound up with a 60 pound blue cat that day, but I was not sure I was coming back. And then I ran over to the Texas side to t- check the rest of my hooks. And I was just like, this was stupid. I don't know if I'm getting back. Okay. And I made it back that day. And then another day me and my cousin were out and yeah, it wasn't bad out. But we were screaming back, you know, in the aluminum boat. And the way that boat road does, it cuts back around to go back the other way. And we hit that. And I'm talking about the boat was up in the air sideways. And, like, if you'd have been coming at the boat from the other way, you'd have seen the bottom of the boat. Mm -hmm. And then probably the, the last time I took my kayak out, and oh, it was probably blowing 30. And I was like, if I can make it to that marina over there, I'll be okay. It's not that bad. It was that bad. <laughs> yeah. I had, I'm talking about waves coming over the front. Wind is ripping. It's like It was so bad. It's like I finally got over there. I pulled it up on the bank and walked a couple miles back to my car.
1: <laughs> like, I thought I was going to die that day. I was sketched out. And yeah. it's hard to turn around in that situation too, because if oh, you turn well, around at the wrong time you flip. Well, yeah. Cause I, I was going yeah. with the wind, so it was a half
3: ass okay. But like if I'd have turned around, there'd have been no way. Would have been you no way. You would have been
1: angry. going backwards.
3: Yeah. Well I got I got lucky out on uh Hemlock Lake one day, out this way, you know, and that lake has nobody like it's a nature preserve or whatever, so there's no houses around it. I was out there one day and probably three to four footers. Like I was out there, it was slick, calm, and all of a sudden that wind picked up out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. I was doing five and a half miles an hour across the lake, riding waves with my bow and my kayak two foot off the water. Mm. Luckily, it was blowing the right direction, so I was surfing back to the car.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, definitely got to plan according to the wind in the kayak. Sometimes it's tough.
3: No, I got lucky that uh express boats are guaranteed sink proof because we almost sunk one in Texas one day. Crappy fishing. Sheesh. That was my own damn fault though. <laughs> <But> <laughs> once again. Once again.
0: Yeah. I- I've learned less than the hard way of being an idiot with a kayak, especially not uh checking the weather, especially if you're gonna do an all day and not you know, glancing in the afternoon, early spring, like few weeks after ice out i was on cayuga and i launched at union and i made my way almost all the way up towards the mudlocks so zach that's like what force maybe three miles maybe. Round about, yeah and cayuga runs north south and i didn't check to see that they're at a front come through and it switched to a hard south wind at like 15 so 15 on south on cayuga is bad, bad. In and basically, went out from the bridge to go back to make my two hour trek back and fish my way back. I was met with like about three footers at least. Mm. That was, uh, took me, I think, four hours to get back. Whoopsie. Yeah, okay. I should have been even, you know, maybe, maybe uh, hour a half to get back. It was, that was, that was scary. Yeah. What about you, Andy? Obviously, you. I think you'll probably have the worst one of all. you got to have some good ones on Lake Erie. Actually,
1: all my worst ones are... My worst one is actually Chautauqua Lake. Me and my dad went down there. It was my first basketball. It was a little 375 Ranger with a 150 Yamaha V... Not V-Max. I don't remember what it was back then. It was like a 90s carbureted motor. And, um... I was way up in the north end, and I get a a uh, pop-up alert on my phone. It was like right when smartphones came out, and you get weather alerts,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and there was a tornado warning about a mile from where I was, and literally it went from bright sunny skies to darkest night in seconds, and the wind went from flat calm to about 107 miles an hour, and I had to run back.
0: No thanks. Good lord.
1: Yeah. I remember it was it was blowing so hard out of the north from north to south that if I went into idle that my boat would get blown backwards. So I literally had to be on the throttle the whole time and it was a hand throttle. Mm. Oh, I basically better. at that point I had no choice but to literally ride it out in like the middle of the lake in a bay or a cove. So because I couldn't get it to a dock because it was blowing so hard. So I literally just sat there like driving circles or keeping the nose in the... I don't even remember. I was so terrified. But yeah, I have a picture of it on my phone somewhere. You can see like the funnel clown descending (laughs) into the hills like a mile north of me. Yeah, it was not good. I don't
0: know how you would get the boat on the trailer at that point.
1: No, we just... We literally put our rain gear on because it was raining so hard and literally just like took shelter somewhere where it wasn't blowing nearly as hard and just waited it out. Sheesh. That's all we could do, or beach it, but I was like, I'm not beaching this 1991 relic of a bass boat I have, because I just <laughs> bought it a week ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, wrote yeah. it out.
0: Yeah. yeah, that was terrifying. No thanks.
1: Lake Erie, like, six-foot waves in Lake Erie don't bother me, because they're so spaced out for the most part. That was terrifying, because it was blowing so hard and the waves were about this far from each other. Mm. And I had no experience driving a boat. So it's like, oh, what do I do?
0: Yeah. Yep, no thanks.
1: Yeah, that was one of the most terrifying
0: moments of my life. I'm sure it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> any, other, any other topics that you guys can think of before we start? I'm, I'm,
3: maybe like a crazy fish catch, whether it's a bass or just some random
0: Species that was like, what the hell? I uh, had something in Florida mm-hmm. this past winter that we had caught. I caught probably the freaking like a, the biggest pinfish. Pinfish is like basically a bait that you use for like snook and reds. And it's
3: basically, I handy.
0: Mean, I know what a pinfish is. Yeah. So basically, I caught like a 10 and 11 inch pinfish, giant pinfish. And my brother and I were thinking, like, hey, let's chop it up, and we'll just use it for sharks. And I said, you know what, screw it. Like, it took, I think it was, I don't even know how big the hook was, because the sizing with, with circle hooks are weird. And basically just nose hooked it, took our pen 6,000, and hauled it as far, as far as I could off this pier that we're that's known for bull sharks and big tarpon and stuff like that down in Florida and Boca Grande. And it's like an hour later, it's pitch dark. My brother and I were going to stay out till like 2 or 3 in the morning. And the oh reel starts screaming. And there's no way I could stop it. I picked it up, felt the like the weight of it. And as I kept tightening and tightening, tightening the drag, my brother's like, the drag sounds so loose. And I'm like, come tie and try and tighten it. And he goes, it's all the way locked down on a Penn 6000. And it's just screaming. Mm-hmm. It's nothing." I couldn't. like I tried to pull on it and nothing would happen. And we're about to lose all, like, we're about to lose, like, 400 yards of, of braid, like, full, brand-new braid. And so I'm like, I have to, to grip them. Like, I have to hold the spool. How warm was that spool when you touched? it? It was them? very hot. Very hot. Mm, I bet. I, I gripped it and held it, and then it, it ended up popping off. But I sent it to some of the guides down there that I knew, and they're like, you yeah, know, it was probably a pretty big bull shark. Hmm. Because you could tell there was like fray all the way up the leader, so it was, he inhaled it. Yeah. Well, not even just like no, the hit tail, tail hitting the line. Tail oh people. yeah, too.
1: So Shave I probably hooked him perfect in the, in the
0: mouth, but his tail and his fins hit that. Fair. Just enough. Yeah, I know nothing about shark. So it was like eighty pound fluorocarbon, I think we had on there.
3: Look, I'm, I'm a like, virtual freaking Animal Planet freaking dictionary. Sometimes I swear to God. Crazy animals. <laughs>
0: You are one with the wild. You're too much
3: people <laughs> growing up.
0: You're, uh, you're who I'd expect to see on Gator Boys. On uh, what? On Gator Boys. You ever watch that show? Oh, Lord. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I haven't seen that in a while. The Gator Boys or Swamp People? Yeah, swampy- oh, oh. Swamp People is Louisiana. Gator Boys is Florida Boys. <laughs>
1: yeah. Florida man. Yeah, we I ain't no Florida, Florida man, man over here. How's that? Before it's being a Florida oh, man. Now y'all's audio's cutting out again. There oh, um, you
0: go. We, go. we right, made hey. it like
1: a half hour.
0: Andy, it's your turn. <sighs> Craziest fish catch. You having a fish jumping boat like Chris Johnson?
2: Craziest fish I can't fish understand catch anything y'all are saying. It just looks like y'all are
1: all frozen. I caught like a seven-pound walleye at Burt Dam
0: throwing a super spook. That's pretty crazy. Would have been great for Zach to hear it, but he has no idea what's going on. Like, I was
1: like twelve or thirteen years old throwing a <laughs> Shimano, not Shimano. It was like a some Walmart Quantum spinning rod with a super spook, saltwater silver and black, and this big fish inhales it and. Fought like crap because it was just this big wet boot of a walleye. But yeah, it was like a seven or eight pound walleye that ate a saltwater version super spook at nice. Burt Dam in the middle of the summer. Yeah, Walleye oh, you
3: saltwater spook at the Burt Dam in the summer? Were you trying to catch I was like a,
1: I was like 11, 12 years old and had no idea what I was doing, all right? <laughs> I probably would have taken a big pike, but no, I get this dumb walleye. because <laughs> was the oh, first man. one I ever caught. A super spook. (laughs) (laughs) Can't get mad at a seven pounds. What was that? So you can't get mad at a seven pound walleye for your first one ever. Yeah, but you can't even eat it there because it's like a EPA toxic waste dump site. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, so you got put back in the water.
0: Before Zach tells his crazy story, I highly encourage anyone listening to this or watching this to go either in the comment section or leave a review with your crazy story because it w- we'll feature these because I would love to hear people either weirdest thing you've see, seen on the water or crazy fist catch whichever ones we've gone over tonight but I want I would love to hear weirdest thing you've seen on the water because we can make some, some interesting content moving here forward but <laughs> mm. as as it's all to do with uh, to get spicy. Uh, <laughs> Why is it spicy? <laughs> <laughs> All right, you, Bailey.
1: What's your crazy one? For me? Crazy.
3: Oh, we saw you just win. It. This was Zach's turn, yeah. Uh, yeah I, Zach, no, I don't, I, I don't I,
1: care. Bailey caught a turd and then like a four-pound largemouth <laughs> on a wacky worm seconds later. <laughs> <laughs> so a
2: follow-up to the story earlier, after he saw that guy
1: <laughs> poofing, he laid into something on top water. <laughs> in, that's what it was. Yeah. Giant floater, big Lincoln. swing comes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, I swear, I watched it boil my popping frog. <laughs> 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 uh, that was a big old log.
2: Isaac, right, Zach, craziest fish catch, craziest fish catch. Um, I've had a lot of cool fish catches, but. I remember fishing down in Louisiana a long time ago. Caught a stingray. Brought the stingray. It was saltwater fishing, obviously. Brought the stingray stingray up on the boat stingray? and st- <laughs> brought the stingray um, up I'm on not- the boat. And uh, it was a female. She started squirting out her babies like they were undeveloped baby stingrays, and they're like they weren't even moving. So she just miscarried on our boat there. We, we let her go. She it got caught weird. on
0: purpose. <laughs>
2: never never had that experience. Yeah. I've caught quite a few stingrays. That was the first time I ever had she one. She had a just plan. Squirt her babies out.
0: Good grief. By yeah, <laughs> the grace of God. Interesting. <laughs> that is pretty weird. Hmm. Any other topics before we sign off here, guys?
1: Was that pre or post oil spill? <laughs> that was dear. No, honestly, that was during the oil spill. That's uh, why
2: I was there. I was we're, I was running a spotter boat looking for oil patches out there. And huh. it wasn't like oil was everywhere in the area we were at. It was like we they were just having to fishing patches to try to clean up. So there's <laughs> plenty of safe water to fish. But uh, so we're looking for oil. We mainly focused on catch and release, <laughs> just in case. Then you got miscarrying stingrays. Yeah, maybe the oil had something to do with it. Or she could have just getting stressed out from the the and fighting her.
1: I don't know. (laughs) It was interesting. All these little baby stingray carcasses half developed, flopping around. Not flopping (laughs) around, just laying around.
0: Poor baby stingrays. (laughs) Good case. Well you got you fellas got anything good coming up here? I mean, I might get my crazy catch story. Story. Oh that's right, you I asked know. the question. Okay,
1: go ahead. I see how it is. I see how it is. Get him out of here. It's Cut him off. Detail,
0: yep, there we go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, sorry. oh, we switched spots.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wanted that spot. Oh no. Well you don't want to be below that's- me. <laughs>
0: No. Home. Oh,
2: <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> we can do a lot of funny stuff with this. It's like the Brady Bunch. Like you look up <laughs> at each <other.
1: laughs> Oh, I looked around. Yeah, you got to look
2: at the other way. <laughs>
0: That's funny. Oh. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Go way. or it's doing the wrong way <laughs> uppercut <Backwards laughs> <did>. on,
2: <laughs> that was so slow motion <laughs> oh god you could start out one of your episodes with the Brady Bunch theme song and we could all be doing this to each other <laughs> that would be funny the
3: that dangler
2: bunch yeah
1: <laughs> the
2: serious danglers. The shittiest <laughs> fisherman, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 all right, Ford. Craziest fish catch. Go
1: ahead. Oh. oh. Is that root beer? Yeah. Root beer. Oh. Are you also a cream soda fan? Yes. Do it, Delicious. I pretty much like all the cream sodas. Have you had Stewart's? Never cream heard soda. of it. That's the best Stewart's one. Stewart's pretty good. Have to it to like an old glass bottle where you have to like take the twist top off or a- top anything in a glass bottle is much better though than
3: anything in a can.
1: Yeah. Agreed,
3: it's like Coca Cola in a glass bottle is 10
1: times better than Coca Cola in a can. Agreed, see 100%. Yeah. Now, when Rich listens, he has to take a drink.
0: <laughs> yep, uh, what, what was the rule? <coughs> if you say 100%, then Rich has to drink. Oh. 100%. I think does anybody has to drink. Or we're just gonna say Rich has to drink.
2: Hundred percent. Hundred percent. That's hundred percent. <laughs> that's all, all right. Chris, right. It's gonna be a hundred percent hammered. I hope
0: Rich uh, listens to this in the morning.
2: <laughs> Wait a minute. My phone has been charging. Yep, it's at hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. All right.
0: Uh, it's good. We're good to oh, go. Yeah. Nice. Flavor. Yeah. No. Your turn for us. Uh, so,
1: before uh, we get in another rabbit hole. Another <laughs> <Yeah>. rabbit hole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you see this yeah. one time. Back at band camp. <laughs> I'll just say nude canoe camp, but yeah,
3: right. <laughs> oh good gosh. Back, Tell your story. We were nude canoeing, but anyway, I was a uh,
1: troop eleven seventy one.
3: No, I was a. Uh... Oh, back, uh, back home, r- used to throw rivets religiously.
1: Stanleys? And, oh, yeah,
3: obviously. Is there anything 100%. else? 100%. And...
2: <laughs> and <I wasn't laughs> you were throwing Stanley rivets? I was on 100%, 100% floor
3: 100% Stanley rivet frogs. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... I um, start reeling it through the pads and all of a sudden I see a giant weight come up behind this thing. And I am just, I'm giddy as a school girl.
1: I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh
3: my God, it's a ten-pound bass. It's huge.
1: 100%. Was <laughs> your uh, hookup ratio 100%? 100%. percent
0: <laughs> <100%. laughs> <laughs> <a fan> <laughs> <laughs> i Have like a morning. I like the gold ribbon tomorrow.
3: <laughs> One of the oh
0: i'll go ahead
3: so i slow it down slow it down this is blah, blah, blah. and all of a sudden boom and i freaking lay the wood into them and i'm Funny freaking car, out i i have no idea what it is i think it's a giant bass it's fighting hard as hell oh i know what about it is the hardest fighting fish i've ever caught and uh, i get it to the boat and it's a yeah, it's it was probably a eight to ten pound shoe pick. Yeah, I knew which, it. Don't no do that, man. For, it was for anybody up here, or well, any, any of our northern folks, a uh, bowfin, a dogfish, or whatever. But down south, we call them, you know, shoe picks or grennel. And mm-hmm. that thing just think yeah, shoe pick. shoe pick, shoe pick,
1: shoe pick
0: with a C.
3: C H A U Q something or another. It's spelled O U.
1: P-I-Q-U-E,
0: or something like that. Yeah. It's That's like the spellbound. The a- a- the a- there we go. Huh? Shoe picks, macaques. That's the title of this episode. <laughs> Shoe picks and macaques. <laughs> That's the title. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and pulling a pro move <laughs> and all other shenanigans. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. And, like I probably freaking, I like to had a heart attack though. Yeah, seeing that
2: big old thing. I've set the hook on many shoe picks, only to come back with some frayed line, or just a little, a little weight, and just like, oh my god, because you can see them, you can almost see them down there, like it, in early spring, almost near the spots where the bass are bedding, and you yeah. can kind of see some fin action, but the water's dirty, and you can't tell if it's a bass or a shoe pick, and you flip a jig up in there, and it's a oh, shoe don't. pick. <laughs>
3: I'll tell you what, they're, they're annoying to catch because I don't like getting them off the hook or bringing them in the boat, but they are fun to catch. They're yeah.
2: being little buggers. Stupid, man. Yeah. Speaking of ribbits, one of the biggest bass I've ever seen airborne. Come come airborne after a lure in my entire life, probably six, seven pounds on a uh, <clears throat> rivet. I missed it. I missed it completely, but the, that thing was so huge. I had to jump completely out of the oh. water.
1: I, was all- I no, hate it what? when you're frog fishing and they literally just blow the slopping jump over your frog.
0: Oh, what? Yeah.
1: what are you doing? When I was down like dead. a four pounder every
0: time. Yeah. I was telling when I was down at Chick during practice, I had two of the biggest fish i ever seen in my life jump over my spook. Like literally, That's like mess. a freaking whale over my spook.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah.
3: Yeah. No, probably one of the biggest fish I've ever caught. I caught it on a. Believe it or not, it was a zoom speed crawl and throwing it top water, throwing and it just it, slow, ro- yeah, <laughs> slow rolling top water, like a six and a half, seven powder just come up and
1: munched it. Yeah. So uh, like, I had to tell you about this later for us. So there's a little creek that I, I think Bailey would enjoy too, but we used to go there. Remember the old FLW lizards that were like green pumpkin with a chartreuse tail? Yeah. You could only get them at Walmart and they smelled like piss and vinegar. <laughs> but we used to throw them on those those hooks I was talking about the snell knots yeah. in this creek and cast them and skip them up underneath bushes and we would catch like 16 and 19 inch smallmouth on them Nice. You'd hear,
0: you're like
1: what the it would be a big smallmouth come shooting out of these bushes in like 6 foot of water not 6 foot, like 6 inches of water yeah. that's crazy that is pretty crazy it, it was a cool little spot I have to drop you the GPS pin so you can take your canoes there. Now, how
3: much, uh, how much uh, pad fishing have you and Bailey done?
1: Pan fishing? Pad? Pad fishing? Uh, like, like lily pads? Yeah. Fair share. Yeah, oh, that's that, that's probably one of
3: my favorite things to fish, just because it's like you can see like a fish either sitting under the pad almost where he's moving it, mm-hmm. or you'll see him and you'll stop it right on the edge of the pad, and they'll freaking. That pad and
1: send it flying. That's just one. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's just like yeah. a big game out there. Watching
0: just come know. barreling out of the water after it.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And,
0: I mean, our, one of our local lakes here, Canada, I, just, and I don't mind talking about it just because I don't fish anymore. The South End uh, has great pads throughout the summer. And that you, that butt used to be crazy. I mean, I, I don't think it's much anymore. I've never tried it, but you could throw a frog all day long down there. There's, uh, there's some Like I was down there earlier this year and it wasn't really paddy. It was just thick, nasty grass that Mm. didn't even look good. So it used to be a whole huge field of bright green pads. It was nice and clear. All you'd hear all day is and
1: you're like, "Uh uh-huh.
0: That's Mm -hmm. one of the things I miss about
3: fishing down south. It's just all the bush flipping and skipping under bushes and stuff
1: in the pad field. We have pad fields for days. I love bush flipping. I got a little sneaky lake I can bush flip. That's so much fun. <laughs> a little sneaky bush flipping. <laughs> With nice. <the> <laughs> Good grief! Oh
0: no! Yeah. I was gonna let you finish up before we wrap up here. I
3: was gonna say another thing about the pad fishing back home. I was, uh, you know, in the boat and I seen the pads like moving a whole bunch. I was like, what the heck? And I was fishing up this channel that probably wasn't four foot wide, you know, through the pads. And I see the pads moving. I walk to the back boat and I look down. There's probably two eight foot alligator gar no come things. right across the back channel.
0: Mm.
3: Scared the shit out of me. I didn't know what they. Uh, I didn't know any better back then. I was like, "Oh my gosh.
0: Didn't they do a River Monsters episode on alligator gar? Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. yeah. Where are you
0: gonna not- that?
2: I don't remember where it was at. It may have been Trinity River. I I think it was Trinity River. Yeah. Because that's like the mecca for alligator. Hmm. But you're talking about pads. Funny story. I fished a little pond. There's a lot of lily pads up in Alaska, believe it or not, on the southern portion of Alaska where I was at. Big pipe. I went out there with a mess, one of the MEPS inline spinners. Yeah. And I threw it uh, parallel to some lily pads in there. I didn't know it was in there. I just knew there was probably some fish in there. Fishing by my cousin's house. And oh, I remember really- reeling that thing on the edge of those lily pads and watching the lily pads
0: just
2: right behind it. Like, you know, a fish was bumping the lily pads on its way to it. Twenty-six inch yeah. rainbow trout. <laughs> lily pads. That was
1: awesome. Yeah. Never experienced anything like that. It and those was, are uh, angry buggers like the same... when they're coming to eat too. What's that? They're angry little buggers when they're coming to eat. They'll crack yeah. anything to eat something.
2: It was like a bass bite. It was a complete bass fishing scenario. And it was was a big rainbow trout, but that was awesome.
3: You ever seen the Alaska state record
2: bass? The what? It's like 10 inches long. I don't even think there's bass in Alaska. There are. (laughs) In the very, very southern portion by Washington or by Canada? Something like that. But I seen a thing and it was like the state record bass
3: for Alaska was like 10 or 12 inches. It was tiny. (laughs)
2: But bass could survive there in some areas I think they could in some of the deep lakes in uh, oh, the south, southwestern portion yeah.
1: that would be sweet i want to go to Great Bear Lake northwest territories Go lake trout fishing I've never caught one I've been wanting to though oh, never lake
2: trout? I've never caught a lake trout man There's come caught over a here area, area.
1: You. they're stupid up here for the most part
2: mm-hmm. yeah
1: Garbage eaters, yep. grease balls, and what's your name, color? Bailey? They don't grease like balls? they don't like to bite for Bailey.
0: No, no. for me today. Mm. What was the water temp? Uh, it's when I had first gotten out there it was forty four. Forty four with the icebergs. Yeah, I'd seen icebergs in the middle of the lake. There was like these twenty by twenty foot sections of ice. Really. And but they were towards mid like but as I went towards mid like it got down to like forty one, and I think the lowest I, th- I found was thirty nine. Mm. Yeah. Which is I weird that that out. much of a change. Hmm. I wonder if the lake's doing some weird weird stuff. Could be. That's but possible. the water was down probably seven, eight foot. So who knows? Interesting. Yeah. It was it was very it's weird. weird. Very weird. But I think that uh, anybody got anything else left or something coming up? That's pretty cool. I mean, I'm going to get out one more time and then it's pretty much ice fishing from here. Oh, going so no, yeah.
1: fishing Saturday.
0: Nice. Yeah. And I'm working.
1: Nice enough, I'll be
2: creek fishing for a while.
3: I...
0: Yeah. You'll be working, you said, Zach?
2: Yeah, I'll be working for a while. I want to plan an ice fishing trip here in the next few weeks, though, because that would be fun. Oh, yeah, you? Michigan. Minnesota's got ice. What's that? Michigan's probably got ice, too. Oh, wow. Now we're going to end it on the helicopter sounds
0: from y'all again. <laughs> that's all I hear now. Well, I guess I that's going to it. That'll do it for tonight. We can, we can wrap it up right there. before. If, if people are still listening right now, I, I applaud you, and I thank you severely, and wow. I apologize for the loss of brain cells from tonight. Uh, <laughs> but well, uh, kayakers and a motor, <laughs> dumb stiff. This was a, a fun one, we'll have to do the uh, the not so serious panel for more often here on out. So, we'll uh, we'll have, to have these get togethers, and hopefully, maybe next time we'll have a uh, a beer sponsor or a whiskey sponsor. Mm. Yeah, we'll make gray it's, goose come yeah. through. <laughs> if people are watching or listening to this if you guys enjoy something like tonight that's a little bit more laid back we'll add that so segment. we'll tell more poop stories we got you <laughs> poop
2: stories
1: and paddle slaps <laughs> you know
0: we'll add the segment for 2021 uh, as always guys the poop, the poop 30 <laughs> 60 hours For 60 minutes. (laughs) I'm an idiot. All right. Before we lose more brain cells here, uh, thank you guys, as always, for watching and listening. See you guys next time.